Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of Ukraine, are the country's aging helicopters up to their task? I'm Greg Dixon. Since the war began, Ukraine has asked for modern weapons from the West. Some have arrived, but often forces have made do with Soviet-era equipment. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley met a helicopter brigade that remains an inspirational force in Ukraine's war effort, despite its old aircraft. As dawn breaks in eastern Ukraine, three Soviet-era helicopters sit shrouded in fog on a potholed tarmac at an undisclosed location in the middle of black-plowed fields. A crew does last-minute checks on launcher pods loaded with dozens of slim gray rockets. There are flares stacked in racks behind. Vitaly, who's not allowed to give his last name, is spokesman for the 18th Army Aviation Brigade that flies these aging choppers. Every mission is uh, very dangerous, but we don't have another choice. We must do our work because we want to live in the free country and we want to live like a free people. These MI-8 and MI-24 helicopters were used by the Soviet Army in Afghanistan. Today, they'll attack Russian forces along the eastern front in Donbass. Vitaly says the pilots get around the lack of modern anti-aircraft early warning systems by flying low to avoid Russian radar. The pilots have many tricks to compensate for the lack of technology, he says, though he can't disclose them. They made uh, a lot of uh, missions that uh, some pilots from abroad just uh, tell that it's impossible, but our pilots do it. These helicopter units played a role in keeping Kyiv's Hostomel airfield from being taken in the beginning of the war, and they succeeded in flying undetected through Russian-occupied territory to deliver ammunition and evacuate the wounded from Mariupol's Azovstal steel plant last spring. We have uh, seven flies, uh, 16 helicopters go to Mariupol, uh, but we lost only, only three. Vitaly won't provide more details on casualties. After a three-hour delay to let the fog lift, visibility is essential, the pilots climb into their cockpits. The copters are painted with blue and yellow bug eyes and look like giant insects taking to the air. The sun is now glinting off the windshield. The weather is good. They're about to take off to go help in the Battle of Bakhmut. In an hour, they reappear over the horizon. Now we can talk to the pilots. Oh, you always feel like it's maybe not happiness, but some kind of satisfaction. You feel that like, yes, today is the day when I did something to bring the victory, to make it closer to us. That's Roman, 36. He's the same age as his helicopter. He says they're using unguided rockets too, which means they have to get very close to their targets. We do our best using the old uh, munition, but we need new one because uh, Russians use the same copters and they have more. Roman dreams of flying a U.S.-made Apache or a Black Hawk. After takeoff. 46-year-old pilot Vitali says he's afraid before each mission, but after takeoff, adrenaline and determination take over. He says you normally only realize how close you've come to getting shot down by a Russian fighter jet when the mission is over. 
GoPro footage from the sortie shows the rockets firing as the copter swoops in low over the ground. Vitali was flying UN peacekeeping missions in Africa and was set to retire when the invasion began. His cousin was killed by the Russians in Bakhmut this month. I just hate them, he says. They came here with a sword, and they will die here by the sword. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, in Donbass. Thanks for listening to the State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at StearnsAndFoster.com. This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. On NPR's Throughline. We cannot function for 24 hours without COBOL because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.